and this dry and weary land oh lord you are the rain in the sea of shattered woods your love comes rushing in you hold the world within your hands and see each tear that falls through every fire and every storm you're always enough always enough your love is peace to the broken faith for the widow hope for the orphan strength for the weak your love is the anthem of nations rings out through the ages you're always enough for me always enough for me always enough lord in the watches of the night you are my song hope is in the morning light your love shines like the dawn you keep my heart in perfect peace my life is in your hands when confusion hides my way you're always enough always enough your love is peace to the broken faith for the widow hope for the orphan strength for the weak your love is the anthem of nations rings out through the ages and you're always enough i rejoice for my savior reigns i rejoice for you live in me god on high you have set me free and worthy is the lord i rejoice for my savior reigns i rejoice for you live in me god on high you have set me free and worthy is the lord your love is peace to the broken faith for the widow hope for the orphan strength for the weak your love is the anthem of nations rings out through the ages and you're always enough for me your love is peace to the broken faith for the widows hope for the orphan strength for the weak your love is the anthem of nations rings out through the ages 
And you're always enough for me You're always enough for me You're always enough In this dry and weary land Oh Lord, you are the rain Welcome to the Color and Chaos Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Jonah, and I'm coming to you from Macomb, Michigan. Macomb, Michigan. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether this is your first time or you've been following this for a while, whether you're watching this or listening to this, it is a complete honor that you are here. No matter how you got here, you are here. And uh, it is my hope and my prayer that you will find um, something here that goes far greater than anything this world can offer. And that no matter what you are longing for, no matter what you uh, may be lacking, no matter um, what you may, maybe you're going through the best of times, worst of times, no matter where you're at, that you will know that there is color in the chaos of this life. That there's so much more than the things around us. There's so much more than the things that we may go through, the things that we have been through. And so I just want to say this real quick. If um, if you have been enjoying this podcast, uh, whether through video or through audio, would you please take some time to review? Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes, uh, leave a review, um, uh, a written review, and also you can rate it. Um, anything that you do will help expand the reach of this podcast um, so that other people can come to it and uh, and to hear, um, hear this podcast. So and if also you're on YouTube, feel free to comment. I want to uh, have dialogue with you, and I want to know what uh, what the Lord's doing in your life. Um, maybe this is your first time ever um, really thinking about the Lord, or maybe you've been walking with the Lord for a while. No matter where you're at, this podcast is for you. And so thank you so much for tuning in. Right now I'm recording this on, um, on Wednesday, and this is when it will be um, broadcasted. Um, so Wednesday, and so it is April 17th. And this year in 2019, as I'm recording this, um, Easter is coming up this next Sunday. And so uh, depending on where you're at with your your walk with the Lord or your exposure to uh, the name of Jesus, um, Easter might be something that maybe um, when you think about it, you think about Easter bunnies or maybe um, you think about just a tradition that you have with a family. I know my family, uh, we would always go to church. Um, and that's what I kind of grew up with. Uh, just on Easter, you went to church. It's kind of like just what you did. And then usually you'll try to take some family photos or something. Um, but growing up, Easter really didn't mean that much to me. Um, I knew what Easter meant. I knew that it was celebrating, um, the fact that Jesus, um, rose from the dead. Um, but, uh, Jesus definitely was, it rose again in my heart, in my life. It didn't really affect me. I never really stopped to think about the fact that if he rose from the dead, then that's a big deal. And that, uh, that, that requires a response. I never really thought about it like that. Um, so no matter where you're at, um, today, I just kind of wanted to talk about some things as we uh, prepare our hearts for Easter and, um, and some observations that I have in the scripture and also just, uh, burdens on my heart during this time. 
Um, so I, I would be honored to, to just um, walk us through a prayer and just pray together and just ask the Lord to be with us no matter where you're at in your walk with him, in your relationship with him. Maybe you don't have a relationship. Maybe you do no matter where you're at. I want to invite you to uh, partake in this and be a part of uh, what the Lord's doing here right now. And so um, let's pray together, guys. Lord God, just thank you for who you are and what you're doing. Thank you so much for this opportunity to be able to uh, use the uh, the mouth that you've given me. Um, and uh, to Lord, I just pray that uh, the heart that you've given me is a reflection of you. Lord, um, I am a work in progress. Lord, I am not perfect. God, I have so many. I have so many things that you are working out, Lord. But how much of an honor it is that I, I have this opportunity um, to just for a moment, um, just to be able for you to use me. Um, and, uh, thank you so much that every single day is another opportunity for that. Um, so Lord, I just pray, um, not only for me, Lord, please let my heart reflect yours, but Lord also be with those that are listening to this or watching this, no matter where they're at, no matter what's going on in their hearts, in their lives, Lord, may you always be enough, um, in our, in our lives, Lord, may we be so overwhelmed by you, um, that it just overtakes every bit of, uh, of the decay and the brokenness within us, that we um, are focused and secure in you and your promises, and that our identities are placed in you. So Jesus, just please be with us. Uh, please grow us closer to you, and please help us surrender more. But we need you. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. I wanted to start this podcast by uh, singing that song by Cast and Crowns, um, Always Enough, um, because it's a song that I know the Lord's been bringing to my attention, um, goodness gracious, in the last, like, I guess, four months, you know, this whole new year. It's a song that the Lord's been bringing to my attention, because so often, I, I know for me, I, I'm always craving so much more than I know what, what, what Christ offers you know, I, I know I'm a follower of him and I know that I've surrendered my life to Jesus, but but there's still something within me at times where I forget whose I am and, and, and I forget all that he's given me. And I forget that I that I have all I need in Christ and and I know that I I, I just feel like I'm I'm lacking something and, and my attention starts to go to other things that that offer to satisfy a longing within my heart that I know is only fulfilled through Christ. Now of course um, you can't celebrate the resurrection of Christ, uh, the Easter Sunday. You can't celebrate that without also talking about his death and why he died and why that matters and why that has a response. Um, but as I was thinking about that, I was just thinking about um, how many times that I know um, that I've been overwhelmed. And there's a lot of times that I'm overwhelmed. Even nowadays, you know, I'm, I'm overwhelmed a lot. And I know for me, um, when I was a kid, I always enjoyed um, going swimming. I always enjoyed going swimming. I always enjoyed um, just being able to be in the water. And one of the things that I, I enjoyed the most about swimming, even to this day, um, those that have uh, have swam with me, even in a hot tub, I'll do this. But I love just being just overwhelmed by the water. I love just going down underneath the water and just like waiting down there, just holding my breath and just feeling that feeling of just being just completely overwhelmed and just encompassed, encompassed by this water. Um, and that's just something that, that I've always enjoyed. And that's honestly like my favorite part about the water, my favorite part about swimming. Besides looking at water and just being near water, I enjoy being able to be just overwhelmed by water. And I was thinking about that in terms of Easter. Um, I know that... Um, I know many times in my life, I've been so overwhelmed by so many things. I've been overwhelmed by anxieties. I've been overwhelmed by worries. I've been overwhelmed by responsibilities. I've been overwhelmed by so much. 
And it reminded me of the passage within John 4, where um, there's a lady and she was overwhelmed the exact same way. And you might be like, Jonah, what, what does this have to do? I promise I'm connecting all this. Just, just bear with me. But this, this, this woman, if you would have talked to her, and, uh, the, the, the woman in John 4 at the well, and we know throughout the context of Jesus's conversation with her, he kind of breaks it down of uh, kind of exposing, you know, her heart and asking her probing questions for her to expose her heart of why she was at the well at the time that she was. And she was so overwhelmed by so much um, stigma, so much um, social issues, and also so much brokenness within her. She decided to go to the well at, at a time where hardly anybody would be there. And so there's a passage where he's talking to her, and as he's talking with her, um, they start opening up talking about um, talking about faith. They start talking about the Jews, and, and she was a Samaritan woman. So the Samaritans believed that the Jews were wrong about um about a lot of things in the old testament a lot of uh a lot of a lot of rituals and also they that they felt the samaritans felt like the jews were wrong about um how the lord was going to deliver them and so within this she's talking to jesus and she has these words right here um as jesus as jesus is talking to her and this is what he said she says to him as he asked her to give to give her a drink from the well jesus replied if you only knew the gift of God and what he has for you and who you are speaking to, then you would ask me and I would give you living water. But sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket, she said, and this well is very deep. Where would you get this living water? Verse 12, and besides, do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob who gave us this well? How can you offer better water than he and his sons and his animals enjoyed? Jesus replied, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again, but those who drink the water I will give them will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. And this is the verse I wanted to focus on. Verse 15, she says this, and just think about this for a second. As she's saying this, put yourself in her shoes, the, the vocal tone and the, um, the way that she's saying this. And now Jesus just now said that, look, like he's, he's given her this idea about living water and that she would never have to be thirsty again. And remember, this, this woman is so overwhelmed by so much. She's going here just to get a drink of water. She needs water to survive. And now this man is offering her so much more than just surviving, but in a way thriving and, and just being able not to have to worry about how she's going to survive, but to be able to basically to rest. And then she says this in verse 15, please, sir, the woman said, give me this water and I'll never be thirsty again. And I won't have to come here to get water. I'll never be thirsty again. I'll never be thirsty again. At this part in the conversation, right after she says this, Jesus starts to expose her heart and, and start to just let her see that he knows her heart. And so as she's knowing that she's exposed in all of her sin and all of her brokenness, she, she just kind of ends the conversation right after this. After she already said, give me this living water, she starts going down this rabbit trail of just like, you know, all this like just like, like shallow talk. But the, the, but the Lord's just constantly trying to bring her back, bring her back, saying, look, I, I know your heart. I know your heart. I know your heart. But then all of a sudden she says in verse 25, I know the Messiah is coming, the one who is called Christ. And when he comes, he will explain everything to us. Verse 26, then Jesus told her, I am the Messiah. So she's, she's saying, look, I want this living water. 
And then she goes on to say, look, I, I know one day that the deliverer will come, the deliverer that's promised in the Old Testament, the deliverer of, 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 of his people will come and deliver us from all of that emptiness and all of that brokenness and all of those confusions and chaoses and doubts. And then Jesus says, wait a minute, I am the Messiah. Like, look at me. Like, you are looking at the Messiah. You are looking at the living water. And it says right after that, that she left her bucket. She left how she was getting her water. She left her water jar beside the well and ran back to the village saying, come and hear the man who told me everything that I've done. And I was thinking about that idea of being overwhelmed by water. And and, and I always, always crave that every single time I get in the water. And, and there's just something beautiful about the idea of just being known, of being known, of being just surrounded and encompassed. And it's also something terrifying about it as, as well. Even when I'm in the water and I'm overwhelmed by the water and I'm deliberately putting myself within that water, there's a little thing inside my, my head, uh, survival, that's telling me, Jonah, you can't stay under this for long or you will drown. You can't stay under this water for long or you will drown. I think a lot of times we get so scared of coming to the Messiah, coming to Jesus, because we, are, oh, we, we, we have this fear that if we come to him with everything, then that's going to require a response. It's going to require an action. It's going to require um, an accountability. And I know within this woman, she didn't really care about accountability anymore because the moment she realized that the Lord knew everything that she's done and everything that she was settling for, the moment that she realized that, the moment that she realized that she she is standing before her creator, savior, and sustainer, and he is exposing every bit of her that she has tried to hid, try to hide, she comes to him and she says, look, not only am I going to run and look like an imbecile to this town that I was trying to stay away from because all the, the social issues that were going on and all of the, the judgment that they were placing on me because of all my sin, but she doesn't care anymore because when she comes face to face, she abandons, she gives in to the living waters and she basically says, look, look, I have nothing else to worry about. You are here. You are here. You are here. And it also says that she let go of that survival because she let go of the the, the water jug of the water that she was wanting. She was getting water because she was thirsty. But now it's almost like her thirst was quenched. Just talking to Jesus, just talking to him. Just hearing his words just rush over her and overwhelm her to the point that she just surrendered. She just surrendered. She just surrendered. See, during this time of Easter, there's, there's, there's different groups of people that, that celebrate this holiday. One group of people don't. <laughs> One group of people just don't celebrate. It's just another day, another thing on the calendar. Um, it's cool to have a day off. It's cool to have kind of a little holiday break. But besides that, it's nothing really to, to celebrate. Maybe, maybe you get candy or something. Maybe that's your celebration is a form of, of candy that, that goes inside your system and then it goes out like it's, it's temporary. It's, it's nothing. It's, it's just shallow. There's another group of people that celebrate Easter because it's kind of an obligation. 
there is, yeah, you know, something nice to do. It's, you know, it's kind of like a moral obligation to to hear uh, about what Jesus has done on the cross and everything. It's a good story, you know. It has a happy ending, yay, you know. And I'm just going to skip over the, you know, the, the 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 hard parts, you know, what happened on Friday, you know. But but you know, Sunday's happy, you know, it's joyous and 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 is a good excuse to get the family together and and to grill out and to just have a you know a family dinner or a family lunch. Then there's another group of people that are kind of like this this woman at this well. It's, it's, it's the group of people that realizes that, for one, they have a thirst that nothing in this world can satisfy. Nothing in this world can satisfy. And the more that they try to satisfy that thirst on their own, the more that it ends them, it ends up within them just being so just dry and shallow. And it's almost like that thirst grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. To the point that when they became face-to-face with their creator, savior, and sustainer through the word of God, they realized, for one, that Jesus is the living water that is the, is the equivalent of a water that will overwhelm and, and that will never run dry. And that no matter who they are, who they've been, that they are his. And that moment of surrender has happened where they say, Jesus, I am yours. I want your water. I want your living water. I'm not going to live for the things that, that I'm trying to replenish this God-shaped hole within me that nothing else can fill. And I know it's, it's the moment, I, I know within me, June 2011, and I've shared this so many times, this whole podcast is built around that moment in June 2011, but it was the moment that I realized that I wasn't just reading about this woman at the well, but that I was the woman at the well. That I, I lived and I, I breathed in order for me to survive, in order for me to feel something inside. But it was the moment that I got on my knees June 2011 and I said, look, I surrender. I surrender. You can take my nothing and I'll take whatever you have, whatever you have. And I read in the word where, where Jesus was talking to this, this woman at the well and so many other parts in the scripture. The whole Bible is the story of God's redemption, the progress of redemption from our fall to his, to his savior, to, to him saving us. That we have a God that didn't leave us in our brokenness, didn't leave us in our thirst, but he himself came. The word, his word came into flesh, became one of us and lived a life that we couldn't live and never once filled that thirst with anything temporary or anything besides God. And, and God himself became the ultimate sacrifice in order that we can live in him and that he can live within us. He made us pure through what he's done on the cross. And it was the moment when I was there on my knees in my room that I cried out for that living water and I said, that's it, nothing else will cut it anymore. I am dying to everything else and I'm coming alive. Almost like I'm, I'm drowning myself. I, I, I know I'm drowned. I know I'm dead within this, this water of sin and selfishness. And, and self, self, you know, self, you know, worship. And, and I, I'm, 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 I'm stopped. I'm, I'm going to get out of that fear of letting you overtake me, God, but I'm giving into it. I'm dying. I'm drowning in this living water. And because I know that drowning in the living water is the moment that I become alive in you. When we drown in the living water, when we surrender to who Jesus is, that's the moment that we become alive we become alive. We become alive. And what happened on the cross and what happened in the tomb happens in us. 
that we ourselves, we like Jesus are, are on the cross of our sin and punishment. And we say that, look, I recognize I should have been on that cross, that you on the cross, when I see you and when I read about you on the cross, I'm not just reading about what you've done for me, but I'm reading that, that you, you were the substitute for me on the cross. I should have been there because of my sin, because of my brokenness. I should have been on the cross. But then as we look at Christ on the cross, it's the moment that we say, okay, that should have been me. And when we look at the empty tomb, that's when we realize, okay, that's who I am through you. And that when you rose again, you defeated the wages of sin. You defeated my sin. And the punishment of my sin is eternal death, eternal separation from you. And you conquer that in the grave. And when I place my identity in you, I don't have to be on the cross and I don't have to stay in the tomb, but I become alive through you for you to work in me, for me to be who you've created me to be. This woman understood that nothing else would cut it anymore. The moment that she tasted the Lord was the moment that she said, look, I want nothing else but this living water, drowning in living water, drowning in living water. Easter is the moment where we as people can celebrate the fact that we no longer have to live for a water that will run dry, a water that will maybe temporarily fill us, but we have the living waters. God himself, our creator, savior, and sustainer came and now he dwells within us when we surrender to him, that we don't have to do this life on our own. We don't have to resort to our understanding, but that we can have an intimate personal relationship with our creator, savior, sustainer through Jesus, through the living water, through the deliverer himself. The woman at the well, the Roman officer, even Nicodemus in John 3, all these people that you read about in the scripture, even Paul, all these people, the, the, what it took for them to drown in the living waters was a moment where they became face to face with the fact that Jesus was who he said he was and that there was nothing else. There is nothing else that they can do as a proper response, but surrender, surrender. It's like when you're a kid and you know, you know, you disobeyed your parents because the evidence is all on you. And the moment that your parents come there and, and you can deny it all you want, you can deny all the fact that you have, you have, you have fell short of your parents' request. But it's the moment that you realize, for one, that you can't hide anymore. It's the moment that you realize, look, like I, I am covered in the evidence of my brokenness. That's the moment where you cry out and you have a surrender. You say, yes, I am guilty. I am guilty. I am guilty. And you, you, will, you will take any punishment that comes. But this, this Roman soldier, the woman at the well, Nicodemus and John 3, Paul, all these people, what they understood though, that the punishment that they deserved was put on Christ. And because of that, there was no other proper response for a king, for a savior, than to offer themselves to him. I want to pray for you as we as we go into this this Easter weekend, as we go into um, Good Friday, the, the 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 day that we we remember that Christ died, that He died, that that Christ, the living the, the living God, the living water, died on our behalf, and then Silent Saturday, and then we have Sunday, the Sunday, the day that it all changed, that that the brokenness within us was was no more through surrender. 
I want to pray as we go into this week, and I want to encourage you, where are you? Where are you in, in your walk with Jesus? Maybe you are a follower of Christ, and yeah, you've, you've realized, look, I've drowned in the living waters, and, and I'm him. I'm, I've already became alive through him through surrender and confessing my sin and asking him to, for his spirit to dwell within me that he freely offers. Maybe you've already had that, but maybe maybe through the different things of life and as we talked about last week, maybe through the rapids, you've had you've had you've kind of drifted off course and you've forgotten who you are and whose you are. I want to pray for you. I want to pray that this week is a opportunity for you to respond to what the Lord is calling you to do. That he loves you. He loves you so much that he gave his one and only son. And that you've believed in him and now you can have eternal life. Not just living to survive, but you can thrive through saying, Jesus, please use me. I'm yours every single day. Or maybe you're listening and watching this and you've never had that moment. I want to pray for you. I want to invite you to have that moment. No matter no matter where you're at, you can have this moment. And this moment is only something, a moment of surrender, the moment where you give in to, the, to, to saying, look, I know in the waters that I'm swimming in of my sin that, that there is nothing I could do to save me. And I'm dying to myself, but I'm coming alive through you because I'm calling out to you and I'm declaring, Jesus, you are Lord, you are God, you, you are creator, savior, sustainer, and that you died on my place on the cross You died on my behalf and that you have overcome the grave because you are pure. You are good. You are, you are everything that I need that God, I'm coming back to you. I'm reversing what happened at the fall when, 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 when my heart rebelled against yours and I'm saying, look, I know I'm a sinner. I need you. Jesus, please use me. I'm yours. I want to invite you into that moment and only you can have that moment. Maybe it's listening to this podcast or maybe it's later having a moment where you, whatever it is, you get on your knees and you say, look, I'm done living for myself. I want to live for you. Jesus, take my life. I'm yours. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for us. I want to pray that that we don't go into this, this Easter weekend or maybe you're listening to this after Easter, but that we don't go through each day of our life missing the fact that we have been offered the living water of our creator, savior, and sustainer, and that we don't have to live for the waters that will always leave us thirsty. Let's pray. Let's pray and give this moment to him. Lord God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus, we we recognize that we are broken in our sin. That we are rebellious. Our heart, apart from you, we are rebellious from you. That we live life as if we are God. That we are a creator, savior, sustainer. But Jesus, we recognize that we are inadequate. We realize that we are broken. We realize that you are everything that we need. Jesus, we we acknowledge with our mouths, with our hearts, that you died on our behalf, that you lived the righteous life. You lived the life that no one could live. You didn't have any ounce, any any inch, any nothing of, of sin on you or in you, but you gave your life. You became a curse on our behalf on the cross. You were beaten, you were mocked, and you died on our behalf. We acknowledge it, Lord, and we also believe, we believe this. We we cling our identities to the fact that we have a creator, savior, sustainer that created us in his image, and he restored us through his son on the cross, and that we become alive through him when we surrender and we die to ourselves and become alive in him through his resurrection and through his life. 
and that we give in to the living waters and we ask you, Jesus, dwell inside of us. Let your spirit be inside of us. Let us be and, and recreate us again and again and again. Lord, make us who you've created us to be. We believe this. Without faith, it is impossible to see God, as it says in the book of Hebrews. And God, we are acknowledging to you, Lord, we, we, are, we are given into faith. We are given into faith. Though we cannot see you, Lord, we are surrendering to your word. And we confess, we confess, God, on our own, we are nothing. We are nothing. We are sinners in need of a Savior. Jesus, for those that, that, that have, have wandered away or have drifted, even me, myself, God, in, in ways of my life, Lord, in the ways of my life that, that I have not fully been living up to, to, to your expectations and through your plans for me. God, will you please break our hearts for what breaks yours? God, we are broken kids. We are broken and just little kids trying to figure this out, Lord. And we recognize our inadequacies. We recognize that we are not our own savior, but we come to dad. We come to father. We come to Abba. We come to you, we come to you, knowing that you are our living waters, Jesus. Lord, may this be a day of celebration. May this be a week of celebration. May this be a week of reflection. May this be a life of celebration. May this be a life of reflection. May this be a, be a week of sacrifice. May this be a life of sacrifice. Lord, help us give our lives declaring that the living water is here living water is here no matter what that costs us god it costs you everything and so lord we give our everything to you we need you jesus and in your name we pray and we ask and we declare and we thank you amen 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 if you had a moment through this podcast or even after where you've said, look, for the first time, I've called out to Jesus as Savior and God of my life and Lord of my life. If you've had that moment, I would love to hear about it. Or if even if you are a follower of Christ and you've through somehow in, of this podcast, the Lord's done something within you or reminded you of something or, or drawn you a little deeper to that living water that sometimes is so easy for us to neglect. Uh, let me hear about it. I want to I celebrate with you. I want to walk alongside you. Or if you have questions and you're like, look, I've, I didn't understand anything. Let me know. I would love to hear about it. I just want to let you know that you are loved. You are so loved and you were created for such a far greater purpose than anything this world can offer. God bless you. You have a great week. You have a great whenever. Just to have a great day. God bless you. I'll talk to you later. See you.